Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast, the amazing mayoral race. Yeah, here we go. We are getting to know some of the candidates who want to be mayor of London, and we're getting them to run our obstacle course, the gauntlet. Our next contestant, Ed Holder. He wants to be the mayor. Good morning, Ed. Well, good morning, Taz. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Ah, never better. It's all good. Can you wait for next week one way or another? You must be uh, looking forward to getting a little bit of rest. Well, the only thing longer than this campaign was when I ran federally and everybody complained of that 77-day campaign. So I got to tell you, this has been a marathon. (laughs) You are a former conservative MP. You worked uh, with the Harper government. And you are the only former MP who's running for mayor of London. What transferable skills... Are there from MP to mayor, do you think, Ed Holder? If any. Did you have to stay up all night to make up that question? That's actually thoughtful even for you, Taz. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I got some hardballs. I can pull <laughs> no, down no, if you want. No, if we start playing this, I know I'm not going to win on that. Ah, uh, But look, you know, when you got that kind of experience running in politics, which at least, you know, there's uh, two of us in the campaign that have political experience, I think it helps. I, I mean, certainly when it comes to dealing with Queen's Park and Ottawa, I, th- I think I know those levels fairly well. And... Uh, I think for any city, honestly, that uh, can't imagine it can do it alone, and they can't, uh, you need uh, you need help So, uh, from other levels of government. So i got those connections, and I certainly will use them. Yeah, you're still connected even though the liberals are in charge? Oh, don't you remember? The day that uh, Justin was sworn in, and now he and I were elected in 08 together, but you, you forget, but this was, that's because you're radio, but on CBC and Global, uh, so Justin was sworn in. I know Justin very well. Uh-huh. And so he's coming down the hill. He's walking down after the ceremony. And I used to have a driver. When you're a cabinet minister, you get a driver. So I took my taxi to the bottom of the hill. I'm walking up to the Parliament Hill for our last caucus meeting. And uh, Justin, who's a head taller than everybody else, sees me as I'm on the grass. I had to move over. I'd get run over by the media. And he, uh, he says, Ed, comes over, gives me a great big hug. And he said, look, thanks for what you've done for the country. This is, this is true, by the way. Thanks for what you've done for the country, and I uh, really appreciate it, every, every success. And I said, Justin, listen, uh, all the best to you, and I mean it as well. And you know what? Um, and, and, and you're going to laugh or not, but the day that I was uh, sat in my seat, first time in question period uh, as minister, and so you sit a little closer to the, to the speaker. The air is fresher the lower down you go, and so I was in one of the front benches. <laughs> and I was called over by a liberal MP who's currently now the federal minister of agriculture, Lawrence McCauley and uh, Pat Martin, who was the bard of the House of Commons from the NDP. And they were in the center aisle just before QP, and they asked me down. So I came uh, to the center aisle, and they gave me the greatest big bear hug, and they said, uh, this is the best appointment Stephen Harper has ever made. And I think it's because I bought them beer a few days before. I'm not sure. Okay. That's all it took to grease the wheels. That's eh? all it takes, you know. (laughs) But honestly... uh, What's the beer budget going to be if you're mayor of London? Well, I'll probably have to get that buck of beer stuff, you know. And if it works, (laughs) it'll work well, you know. (laughs) We are are in a tight budget after all, you know. What have uh, people been saying to you as you knock on doors that their big concerns are for the city of London moving forward? And what are your big concerns for the city? Well, actually, I I think they they match pretty pretty evenly. Uh, we always had thoughts that BRT would be an issue. We went door to door, and certainly bus rapid transit uh, is a huge tra- and transportation generally. You're not issue. for BRT. I am not for BRT. Why not? Well, certainly, I'm for transportation. Why not? Oh, that's the that. Let's be really clear. Way too expensive. So uh, look, I know politics. So when 
uh, political say it's five hundred million dollars is it's at least five hundred million dollars. No, that's not just politics. That's renovating your home. It's, it's anything. Everything. Well, so so that was the optimistic number we heard from City Hall. Uh, ten years, which means it'll be at least ten years, just like renovating your home. Mm-hmm. It always takes longer. And you know what? We're using uh, old technology. We're going to uh, kill businesses downtown. Uh, destroy residences. Even the province put a pause, as they like to call it. That's a gentle word for it, isn't it? Pause. They put a pause on BRT so that uh, so that they could see the impact of uh, of architecturally important homes. And uh, and I mean, this has got some really devastating impacts. So there's a lot of other options that you can take beyond. Uh, beyond BRT that gets people to and from work and where they need to be. Ed Holder wants to be mayor of London. What are your hobbies, Ed? When you're not uh, being a politician, what do you like to do? Well, I'm a I'm an old guitar picker. I like, are you? Yeah, I like uh, country music. I played in a country band. I was saying that three of the hotels that I played at in my uh, in my youth. The hotels. <laughs> Sub- Love it. Subsequently burned down. <laughs> they always seem to back yeah. in the day. <laughs> we don't have to worry about City Hall burning down if you become mayor, do we? <laughs> well, only if I play guitar and people, people just raise the If roof. you could have one uh, musician, living or dead, play at your next birthday party, who would you choose? Burton Cummings. Burton Cummings? me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, that's that's some of his newer stuff, which is yeah. which is a long time. But you old. love the Guess Who, the Guess Who, and I. And so there was a great charity. There's a lady in Ottawa, Heidi Bennell, and she works with Rogers as their government relations person. She has something called Hope Live. It's a wonderful charity, and um, and Burton came down to uh, play. Now I used to see him at the old Massey Hall in Toronto mm-hmm. uh, with the Guess Who. But I'll tell you, he just came on stage with a keyboard and just rocked the place. And it was just the best concert I've ever attended. Do you have a Burton Cummings tattoo? We found out Tanya Park has a uh, Pink Floyd tattoo. Is that right? Yeah. You Is don't have Burton right? Cummings' face, his mustache somewhere on your body. Oh, imagine Ed. if Ed Holder had a Burton Cummings mustache tattoo on his finger so he could put it under his nose and have a mustache <laughs> whenever he wants. You know, for ni- 19, the answer is no, but for, <laughs> but for ni- 19 years, I had a full beard, and, uh, and, and I was quite actually quite handsome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be the first time you've ever had to run an obstacle course in your political career? Uh, no, politics is a lot like that, actually. Yeah. So this should be a piece of cake. The Taz Show presents The Amazing Mayoral Race. Yes, Ed Holder wants to be mayor, and he's agreed to run through our obstacle course. He's out in the FM 96 Great Hall with Jim Kelly. Jim, tell Ed uh, the challenges he's going to be facing this morning. All right, Ed, I'm going to run down the, uh, the the obstacle course here for you. You can hold on that, Mike, if you'd like. Sure. You're going to come here first. At the, You're going to... Start at the starting line. Right. You're going to meet Chelsea. Chelsea. Shake her hand. You're going to kiss the baby that's strapped with a GoPro. Then you go to the 2x4 that has budget written on it. You tightrope walk that, a.k.a. balance the budget, Ed. Yes. Then you come over here. We have some balls with scandals written on them, like a fair DUI, racist tweet, all that stuff. Wow. You're going to dodge all those scandals. Come around here in front of Devin. Stand behind the podium. Devin Peacock is going to throw a question at you. You answer that question as efficiently as you can. <laughs> you can He's not going to give you a softball just because you suck up to him. And then, softballs. And then you come up here, so. cut this ribbon with those novelty scissors back inside the studio for a photo op with Taz. Boom, we check the time, and we'll see how you do so it. So I have a question for you. Oh, my goodness, Ed. This, this is, is already slowing down your time Sorry. already. But will I know you're done? You're going to say we're done so I can go and cut the ribbon? Because I'm good at that. You're done yep. when you say you're done, I'm Ed. Done, okay? Right. Okay, I'll That's hold right. this mic for you so you have both hands free. Here we go. Taz, you can do the countdown, or would you like me to, sir? I'll do it. You ready? Yep. 
On your marks. We're ready. Get set. Go ahead, Holden. Hot off the line. How are you? Good kiss. Sounded like he kissed Chelsea. Very good. Got the arms out for the budget. Doing well. Dodge that ball. Dodged it. What a lousy throw. Oh, Neil from the Matrix over here. If you... If you are elected mayor, what quintessential London item will you bet a rival mayor when the London Knights are fighting for the championship? What well, your question? That's, that was really <laughs> There's bizarre. some confusion here, Taz. So would you just repeat the last part of that? What quintessential London item will you bet a rival mayor when the London Knights are fighting for the championship? Oh, that's a great question. Because normally it's beer, because that's kind of London. And now we've got great craft beer. I think maybe some craft beer from London would be really fun. Excellent. Thank craft you. Craft beer. Move Good. on, Ed. Right, quick, 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 buddy. Cut that ribbon. No, aggressive! <laughs> Here we go. Last thing is a photo op with Taz. Ed, you can do it, buddy. He's coming in. He's moving. He's moving. Get over here, Ed, right in front of the wall. And look at the camera. Hey! Well done. He's done it. Ed Holder has completed the amazing mayoral race here. Jim, could you check his time, please? Okay. I think we have the official time at... 109. 109. It's not all about the speed, Ed, but that was a little slower than Tanya yesterday. Mm-hmm. Can I mention something? Yes. I, I, I kind of did it under protest because Devin's question, uh, he, it was so unclear, we had to do it twice, you see. But sometimes you're going to be asked as mayor questions that are unclear, and you're still going to have to answer those questions. Perhaps, but I thought journalists of all types would be the most clear in these situations. Oh, here we go. Know? Another politician. War against journalism. Me. Here we go. Ed Holder, thanks for Great coming fun. in this morning. Yeah. Thanks, Taz. We, we've got that video we're going to post on the Taz Show blog at fm96.com. Ed Holder is going to be on the ballot Monday. If you like what you just heard, you may want to vote for him. Marijuana, still legal in Canada. Expected everyone just to come running out of their houses yesterday simultaneously with big joints in their hand. But overall, it was just a pretty normal day, wasn't it, Jim? Yeah, I think truly if people are that into weed and would be excited about today, they already have their marijuana. Their ritual is probably smoking it every day anyway, so it was just another day. Yeah, if you're going to smoke weed on a Wednesday, you've probably smoked weed on a Wednesday before. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe they all had big plans and then they smoked some weed and were like, yeah, screw it. I'm just going <laughs> to stay here and play video games. Yeah. We don't have to. What are you going to go to Victoria Park? It's legal yeah, now. Don't it's have important. to protest anymore. You went down to one of the dispensaries. The big question was where are people going to get their weed because there are no legal marijuana stores here in London, Ontario yet. The dispensaries have been told they have to shut down if they want to become legal marijuana retailers. Um, so you went to a place that you've been before mm-hmm. and you wanted to see if they would be open and they were. Yes, they were. And I was uh, interviewing some patrons as they were leaving the store yesterday because that's what people love when they're coming out of a marijuana store they want a, a microphone yeah. in their face <laughs> hey hey man uh, can, I, can I get a couple seconds of your time um but it so it did seem sketchy and that's probably why the owner came out and was like can you guys please just go away we don't want the cops to think this is a heat score we're on like an unwritten rule with them right now and we just don't want to draw any more attention so when he came out i said sir 
would I be able to interview you? I can modulate your voice so that it will remain anonymous and it won't put you in an awkward position. He said, as long as you modulate my voice. So this is the owner of the pot dispensary you were at yesterday. Yeah, I'm just going to apologize. There's there's some wind. It was a windy day yesterday, but I think you can get the gist of it. Okay, I'm standing with the anonymous owner of uh, the dispensary that I'm at right now. Um, how big of a day is this for you, considering how many times the cops have came in here and raided the place? To be honest, it's a great day. Uh, we have uh, about 25,000 patients, uh, ranging from 19 to 94, being our oldest patient. It's a lady that walks in every week to comes in for medicine. Uh, it's a great day for everybody, I think. Uh, our concerns, like everybody else, are making sure that people are being responsible, not smoking in places they can't with uh, children and people that just don't want that around. But uh, it's a good day. I think it's good for everybody. Uh, we're open today. Uh, we've been here for years. So I know this is kind of a gray area of legality, what you guys are kind of doing. When, when do you see the, the light on the horizon where, you know, this is going to be a legitimate business and you don't have to worry about being hassled? To be honest, it's a day-to-day thing. We unfortunately don't know because uh, every city has their own uh, legislation. Okay, I think <laughs> you're right. The wind is annoying. But the other thing is, if you don't want to sound like a criminal, the best thing to do is just use your own voice. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's Disguising tough. someone's voice makes them sound guilty of something. I know it's legal now. Because sometimes, it's sometimes it's it like, sounded like a criminal mastermind. Yeah. I mean, you'll see it on a show every once in a while where the victim will want to hide their identity so they don't get targeted by the mob or something like that. But uh, yeah. maybe you should have gone with the high pitch instead of the low pitch. A helium effect. If he was talking like this, it wouldn't have sounded so bad. <laughs> the amazing mayoral race. Yeah, we're going to the polls on Monday here in London, and you've seen the signs around. You've uh, heard the names, but we're getting to know some of the people who want to be mayor of London. Uh, this morning, we've got Paul Chang in the studio with us. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Taz. Chang for change. Second time <laughs> around, uh, you decided to run again. You ran four years ago. Yes, sir. Obviously, it didn't work out for you. What has motivated you to come back for more here, Paul? When the results came out in 14, I wish uh, Mayor Brown and Council the very best. I didn't say a thing. As you re- might recall, you called me uh, two years later, right? Come uh-huh. on, say something. Say something. I said, no, Taz. I-, I just say, wow. That's all I could say. <laughs> right. There was a little bit of a scandal in City Hall. I did not comment at all. Why do you want to go for it again? When I started hearing about the BRT, uh-huh. I read the first document, the LTC document, but then when I read the final document, the BRT, I thought, these guys are pulling numbers out of thin air. Uh-huh. So that's when I thought, I asked my wife, I says, honey, can we go down to City Hall and just listen? She goes, what? I know. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> you said that did last you, time. Did yeah. you already have the signs? Did you no. save all the signs no, from no, last time? I threw time? them all away. I threw them all away. Oh, you, you heard, my wife says, uh, oh, she wouldn't talk to me for two weeks. Anyways, we went down to council. I listened to the to the uh, BRT presentation, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, hmm, it ain't right here. And then the media says, hey, what are you doing in council? What's the matter? How come you're not, uh, aren't you happy with it? I said, well, no comment. I, I just wanted to listen to what's going on. But then when I went to the uh, downtown chamber meeting uh, the following week, the more I heard about it, the more I thought about it. I thought, hmm. thought it was a mess and you had to do something. What would have been different if you were elected mayor four years ago? Where do you think we'd be in the city of London today? Sanctuary City, ranked ballot would have never gone onto the agenda. 
the committee level for the BRT was not thought through. The BRT should have died at the committee level. But it was just rushed through. There's no data, there's no research, there's no thought into the whole thing. And it was just pushed to council for a vote. And that should not have been. Most of the candidates running for mayor, the leading candidates anyways, uh, are against the BRT. So what makes... Now they're against the BRT. What makes Paul Chang stand out besides BRT? Okay, well, first I, th- I say is, where were you guys a year and a half ago? Remember I stood up at the Budweiser and says, Mr. Brown, you drank the Kool-Aid and you expect us to drink it? And I refuse. And the BRT is not a good deal for us. Mm-hmm. That was in May, I think it was in 2017 at the Budweiser. But yeah. no one said nothing. Nothing. No comments. They want to wait for see where the polls are going to go, see which way the wind blows, and they'll go with it. When you're not involved in politics, how do you uh, pass your time? What are your hobbies? I read quite a bit. I love the mornings with my wife. Um, when she gets the the coffee grinder, I go, Brrr. that's my time to get up. Uh-huh. And I go, uh... And uh, <laughs> your hobby is getting up and drinking your wife's coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I sit, I just shut up, I listen to her. You know, 15 minutes, I think of nothing but to listen and concentrate. And, and say, that is a smart thing to do. Yeah. Well, Investing no. in the emotional bank, Paul. No, 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 no. It's just what we like. We sit in either the front porch, the back porch, and say, honey, what's on your day? What's on your thoughts? And she'll tell me. And then that's how we start the day, 15 minutes. That's We sit together and watch the birds at the backyard or something like that. What's the best movie you've seen recently? You know what? It's got to be... Um, I'm a sci-fi fan. Doctor Who, the series. I can't wait for the um, the new Doctor to the come The female out. Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. We don't have sci-fi channel, but I'm, I'm hoping to find a friend that will have that. Nice. So you're a sci-fi guy. What about music? That Doctor Who theme song, it's, it's pretty progressive, man. Like the... <laughs> That's about 50 years ago. It hasn't changed. I know. Do you like the electronic music, or what, what style of music do you enjoy listening to? I'm still to? an ancient Stone Age. I like Roy, and I still like uh, Wooly and uh, CCR. Oh, so I'm, I'm still like a the good, the King Age. good artist there. And do you have a tattoo anywhere on your body? We're asking all the contestants this. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a chicken. I cannot put the needle on me. Sorry. <laughs> if you were going to get a tattoo, if someone forced you to get a tattoo, what would you get? I would say, no, sorry, I can't do it. You wouldn't do it? Um, Isn't it the movie Ro- Waterboy where the guy's got Roy Orbison tattoo right on his could butt? Be. <laughs> <laughs> what about a, just a big no BRT on your arm? Mm. No, no, because I'll pass and then, yeah. you know. You're stuck with it for the rest yes, of your sir. life. <laughs> the Taz Show presents the amazing mayoral race. Okay, Jim Kelly uh, is out in the Great Hall here at FM 96. Is Paul Chang at the starting line, Jim? He is ready and looking fierce. Paul, how do you feel, bud? Really good, thank you. Really good. Okay, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown for you and the listeners of what this obstacle course entails. It's a mayoral amazing race, obviously, so you're going to check out your handshaking skills first with Chelsea as you leave the starting line, and then you're going to kiss the baby that has the GoPro on it. Uh, There's a 2x4 that says budget on it. You're going to do that like a balance beam, a.k.a. balance the budget. Uh, Then you come past here. Uh, Eric is going to chuck a bunch of balls at you. They have scandals written on them, like affair, DUI, all that good stuff. You dodge those, Paul, to the best of your ability, and then see if you can dodge this question by Dev as you come up to the podium, and he'll throw a question at you. Uh, you answer it. Then you move on to the ribbon cutting with this giant novelty scissors, Paul. Cut the ribbon back into the FM96 studio. Photo op with Taz right at the end. Okay, I look forward to it. Okay. 
Are you ready, sir? You bet. Hey, okay. Jim. Yes. Hold on. I just noticed, and I want to make sure everything's fair. The studio door is not propped oh, open. Good so. call, Taz. Are got you, it. You got it? Okay, okay, Paul. Just if you want to stand behind that starting line, no cheatsies. Okay? <laughs> are we ready, Paul we are- Chang? Okay. We're ready. Good? Okay. On your marks, get set, go. Good morning. Hello. How are you? Paul Chang? How, what's the baby's name? This is Susie. Hello, Susie. How are you? Very inquisitive. Give it a kiss, Paul. Okay. okay well, the baby kissed Paul. I don't, I don't want to be accused of a politician kissing babies, but can we take a selfie for my Facebook? Okay, yeah. Holy cow, schmoozing and taking okay, okay. his, his we'll sweet time. Paul Chang for mayor. <laughs> now, now I, CA. How's that? We'll post it on our Facebook. Good. Now, it took Paul four minutes Thank to do this you. four years right. ago. No. Okay, yeah. You can put that. Do you want me to hold that phone for you? Well, Deputy Mayor is going to have a luncheon with me. Okay. But I this has nothing a, to do with anything. Right, but I just got a call from him. He might be delayed, so I'm just trying to find out why. Well, cool. How about we balance this budget in the meantime? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's held up by the train. Oh, what snaps. do you know? What? He's going to be 1.5 minutes. Did no. Paul Chang bring his own sound Five effects? 15. He's got his own sound effects on his phone. Okay, so you're cool with the tech. Now get going and balance that right, budget. You bet, you bet. Let me he, just, let he's me not even across the balance beam yet? He's four feet from the starting line. You got to look at this oh and study God, it backwards and forwards, and you got to know what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And then we can balance the budget. Here we go. How's that? Pretty. That was pretty balanced, sir. See if you can dodge these scandals now. All right. Ah, oh. <laughs> ain't no thing. Distance is safety. <laughs> All right. So this way. Okay. Okay. Completely dodged every ball behind the podium. Okay. Devin Peacock with the question. Your slogan is Chang for change. Yes, what sir. change would you make as mayor? First off, honesty. Is that close enough? That's One good. Word. That's it. Yep. That's. Thank you. It's your, it's your answer. If you're done, you're good. You can cut this ribbon, Paul. Unless you have more f- wild sound effects. <laughs> No strings attached. Okay, he ran back to the... <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. Cut the ribbon, Paul! Here we go! Now there back in the go. studio for the photo op! <laughs> you can do it! You can do it! What is going on? Where is he? Where'd he yeah, go? He's strutting here with he his is. cowboy oh, boots. over here! Over here! Oh, yeah. No, okay. over here! Jangle some keys, Taz! Alright. Paul Chang, look at the camera! There we go! We Thank got you. it! We got it! And Paul Chang has done it! The amazing mayoral race! Okay, we have a time officially as well, Taz. Well, I can tell you that the uh, the music bed that I was playing is two minutes and 15 seconds long. It was longer than that. It was two minutes and 16 seconds. That is the longest time we've had, I think. Well, definitely this year. I don't uh-huh. know if last election it, it would beat the longest time, which I think was yours last election, too. But, smart man, come on over here to the microphone, Paul Chang. I'll give this back to you. I'll give this back to you. There you go. Come on over here. You knew you were on the radio. You got your website out there. You got to take your time and, and milk it for what it's worth, right? You bet. I'm trying to get all the publicity I can free. Dan Stills are in studio with us. How about that, huh? <laughs> Renee and Johnny are here. Good morning, you two. Good morning. You're just on your way through. You're coming back to London on Sunday to do a show with the Lazies at Rum Runners, but you guys are doing a little uh, southwestern Ontario tour with them. Last night, Hamilton, the Hammer? Yeah. How was that? That was awesome. Yeah, it was really great. First show of the tour kicked off uh, really, really well. 
Yeah. They know how to get into her in Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hammer. Doesn't matter if it's a Wednesday, a Tuesday, a Monday, they're going to come out and they're going to have a good time. Were, was there a lot of people uh, partaking in the new legalization somebody, at the show? Somebody threw something up on stage for me. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch it? Uh, he like kind of like tried to get my attention, then he like slipped it into my hand. I was like, "What's this?" I was like, "Oh, amazing!" <laughs> <laughs> and down to Windsor tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be fun. What's it like uh, touring with the Lazies, Jim? Didn't you meet the Lazies uh, a couple months ago? Yeah, they were at, they're at Rock the Park, Australian guys, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we were hanging out for a little bit. Super nice dudes. I'm like, oh man, so happy. I'm chilling with the Lazies, and then the uh, lead singer was like, "Do you guys uh, have any of them sneaky beers?" He's like, <laughs> "Sneaky beers." He's like, "Oh, see so a fridge in that little building you got there? Is like, is there any free beers you got? Come on, hook me up." I was like, oh, "Sorry, man, I don't." He's like, "Okay, so you." <laughs> and he left, so he was just—he was pretending to like you I it happens to get all the time. some sneaky beers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys have some sneaky beers last night with the boys, or I, I don't think they were sneaky, <laughs> but we did Blatant have beers. beers. Yeah. They taste better when they're sneaky, don't they? Like high school, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> the, the locker beer, yeah, it's like warm, smells like hockey equipment. I buried a beer by Rebel. a tree in the schoolyard. You guys want to drink it at recess? <laughs> Is it fun? Are they fun guys? To, to hang out with the lazies yeah they're a riot mm-hmm. we did uh, we did a show out uh, in the east coast Halifax with them mm-hmm. in the summer and I think that kind of um, sparked the idea of us going out together and doing a Canadian tour together it was just like it we got along with them so well and the show did so great and I think that like what they do and what we do you know it's too it's it's rock and roll, but we do something different enough that like it's, and they do something different enough that it's a really good mix. Yeah. And, uh, and it lead like the energy of the show last night, it was just way up here just because those guys come out and they do, uh, like a high energy rock show and we like to do the same thing. Um, so it was, it was, it was awesome. And then they're such nice guys that it was it was so smooth just like going in for sound transition oh yeah it was like yeah we're, we're just... kind of sharing a little bit of gear here and there to make things easier um which is nice not having to travel with as much <laughs> traveling light yeah, yeah both bands best. have a great sense of humor too and we don't take anything too seriously so the green room is just all laughs all the time so We've yeah. got Johnny and Renee from the Standstills in studio with us. They're heading down to Windsor tonight, back in London on Sunday at Rum Runners with the Lazies. Renee, you're from London, Ontario. Yes, I am. Uh, where'd you go to high school? That's the, the London question that everyone asks, right? Uh, I went to Clark Road. Clark Road. Yeah. What's the mascot out there? The, the Trojan. The Trojan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, for a you, high school kid. You know it. Yeah. We had a daycare attached. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> they were just trying to remind you. Yeah, yeah. The, the high school was the Trojans. The daycare mascot was the hole in the Trojans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what, uh, what do you miss about London when you're out on the road? Uh, you know what? Every time I come back, it changes so much. Like the East End is a completely different place from when I grew up there. But when I come downtown and there's all these new restaurants and like places to go, like the entertainment down here has just been booming. So every, we love coming back, like even just to come visit family and stuff and just try something new because there's always something different going on here. What was the place when you were uh, living here? Like where would you try and, <laughs> and party when you were a oh, Londoner? Party. 
uh, in the bush. In the bush bash. <laughs> bush oh, bash. Yeah. Right beside the Sneaky golf course. Bears. Yeah. Sneaky bears, bears in the bush. bush. Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's awesome to have you guys in studio with us this morning. It's going to be a fun night on Sunday. If people are heading down to Windsor, you're listening in that area, uh, go check them out tonight. The Lazies and our friends uh, Johnny and Renee, the standstills on stage. And how could we not talk about this story? You just heard Dev tell it in his news. Headline is THC-infused genital spray, which I didn't even know was a thing, mislabeled as oral product on the Ontario Cannabis Store website. (laughs) Uh, You don't want any genital spray. mislabeled as an oral product. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, if there's one thing the company should do, it's like, let's not mix up these two things. Make um, it a priority. Yeah, it's like the thermometer. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to mix up the rectal thermometer <laughs> with the oral thermometer. So, what is this product? You've gone on the website here, Jim, and you found the uh, the THC-infused, so the marijuana genital spray. Yeah. I was also unfamiliar with this product, Taz, but I found it, and uh, it's... I love the name of it. It's so Canadian. Fleur de Lune Intimate Spray. <laughs> what is it for? Is it, if you're having genital pain, does it well, get I think, rid of your genital pain? I think what it is is lube or can double as lube, but if you have inflammation down there or some sort of soreness, instead of using a, 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 t- a topical cream or something, <laughs> you can use the THC instead. <laughs> it's the Axe body spray, the full X, <laughs> up and down. THC-infused genital spray. Yeah, all it says here is Fleur de Lune Intimate Spray is an easy-to-use THC-infused oil for intimate use. And that's, that's all it says. It's kind of like that personal massager they used to sell in the Sears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go into too many details. You kind of have to figure out how to use it yourself, right? <laughs> Don't spray it in your mouth. <laughs> Imagine if you bought it thinking you do it. You know, oh, I don't want to spray it in my mouth. But it tastes so good. It's like banaka. <laughs> Ready for my job interview. <laughs> <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast.